0: Bueller, 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 Bueller.
1: Good
0: morning. Up and
1: atom. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call.
0: I'm so excited. I'm so excited.
1: With Walker and Roush.
0: We are to wild.
2: Hello everybody, happy Monday to you, September 27th, 2021, you're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Roll Big X Sports
1: Radio, call.
2: 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Monday morning, appreciate you joining, uh, joining us and spending your, your Monday with us. Nick Roush, how are you buddy?
1: I'm doing well, doing well this morning, uh, ripping, roaring, uh, a little sore. You know, got the, the old man aches this morning, but uh, excited for a day in Radio Lane with you fun folks.
2: That should be should be a, a, a good Monday. A lot to get to. Busy sports weekend.
0: Justin, how are you? I am good as well. I got to play golf two times this weekend. Got my second career Eagle yesterday, so that was pretty awesome. So I'm feeling good today. I got all the momentum in the world, boys.
2: Uh, wanted to start the show just by saying – Justin, we're thinking about you and your boy, Sergio, the whole European team. <laughs> mm.
1: uh,
2: I know that, that, that couldn't have made for a, a super fun weekend for you. I get why you wanted to get out of the golf course and avoid it. But <laughs> and a beatdown of all beatdowns in the Ryder Cup, the United States hands it to the European team, really embarrasses them, and stuck at Europe. I think I speak for everybody except for Justin when I say that.
0: I'm. I'll go in on that, too. Good,
2: good. Uh, Roush was really like the uh, the perfect weekend for us. Uh, well, maybe not you so much with the Steelers taking, yeah. but uh, oh, for for suck. me, for me, great weekend for myself. I'm the best. I did it.
1: Yep, you did it. Well done. Congrats.
2: Green Bay but, gets a dramatic win. Did either one of you two stay up for that?
1: I, I did. I my my old man basketball. We had the late game. So it, it took a while to calm down. I was like, well, I've made it this long. I might as well watch the last five minutes of the game. And, man, that's the first time in a long time I've seen Aaron Rodgers just like, I mean, he was basically giving everybody in San Francisco suckets, just handing them out left and right.
2: Yeah, he he is good at football. Uh, can be kind of obnoxious in the offseason from time to time, but can really sling it around. There's There's no denying that. And then old man time. Mason Crosby goes down there, hits the hits the 51 yarder, clutch on his part as well. You got to have a good duo between the quarterback that can lead you, what, 25? Uh, Here the one, like 50 yards basically in 37 seconds with no timeouts and you have to have the kicker to be able to bang it home as well. So that was exciting. wasn't really all that cool to give up the lead for the first time with 37 seconds to play. But, hey, all's well that ends well. The pack attack, baby, 2-1. and
1: Man, NFL officials suck. Yes. Oh, my God. That was just criminal the last, I don't know what it was, five minutes of that game.
2: It was the whole game for what it's worth.
1: But especially the last –
2: I mean, there were so bad. There were so many bad calls I mean, in that entire
1: game. They would have banned that safety from ever playing college football again if he did that to Devonta Adams in college. But the NFL, they're like, <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> and then the tripping, the dude is getting held, and they don't call the hold, but they call the trip. the The worst one actually was probably the Jair Alexander because I have no idea what he did to rough the passer. Like
2: it, it, it's impossible to tell on some of these. It, it, like, it's impossible. Like, it's, being a defender would be really tough right now.
1: Well, and it'd be one thing, too. Like, I thought, well, maybe was it late? Like, no, it wasn't a late hit. Like, I, I, have, I have no idea what, what happened there. No idea at all.
2: And for the record, Green Bay benefited off some nice pass interference calls that probably weren't actually pass interference calls. Those officials struggled the entire evening. I just happy Green Bay comes out on a win, but I was thinking, how how good of a product does the NFL have yesterday? I mean, the the Green Bay wins in dramatic fashion on Sunday Night Football, and it I don't know if it was like the top three most exciting games, probably was, but you're not beat, you're not topping the Ravens, the, the an yeah. NFL record at the at the buzzer that that one was wild. That especially was especially
1: when it the hits the crossbar and you can't tell by the television angle if it's bouncing forwards or backwards mm-hmm. and you just have to wait for the refs to give their hand signal. That was exhilarating. Can
0: we all agree Justin Tucker, best kicker in NFL history?
1: No, I can't agree with
0: that. Will okay when he retires, are you willing to agree with that? I mean yeah. this guy's got this guy's got 10 plus more years.
1: The 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 only reason why he's never gonna get that is just because Vinateri's Super Bowl kicks like
2: yeah, he'll have to hit some big ones in the playoffs, Justin.
0: Yeah, it's true. But I mean his percentage is just lights out. It's ridiculous how good he is.
2: Second time the Lions have lost on a record-setting field goal to end the game. 1970, the Saints hit a 63-yarder <laughs> to win.
1: Oh, that's hilarious. Of course it's Detroit. Uh, of course it's Detroit. Oh, man. Speaking of your NFC North compadres, man, the Chicago Bears. Like, oh, let's trot out our rookie quarterback. Let's see how great he is. And, my God, they just – they tried to kill him. They really oh, tried to happy. kill him.
2: I was happy to see Chicago lose. I definitely was. Uh NFC North in its own right, the Vikings got a big win. But, uh, yeah, the the Lions lose. The Bears, they always lose. So, good, good day mm. for me. You guys – have some issues with the Steelers.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm you know what? Never betting them again. They can suck it. You can't beat the freaking Bengals. Are you kidding me? Just disgusting.
0: I, I knew once I posted on that Facebook page that the Vikings couldn't beat the Bengals in week one. I knew that I was gonna come back to bite. So why'd you what do a, it?
2: You what mean, a t- Justin, you're, you're one to always come back around and say you knew something was going to happen in hindsight. Seems like your hindsight's a lot better than your than your normal sight.
0: This is true, which I should probably be rich with that mindset. But, yeah, not not a good showing from the Steelers at all. I, I did not expect that. I mean, T.J. Watt was out, so that's a big loss for the Steelers. Um, but I still didn't think they would lose to the Bengals. Jeez, oh, Pete.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, the Steelers suck. And uh, you all confirmed. are for a crappy NFL team. But the good news is, Roush, you cheer for a good college football team. Your mm-hmm. alumni, school, Four and 0 heading into Florida Week. Wow, UK we did it. beat South Carolina. We ended Friday's show telling you that it was going to be a, a big Rider Cup win, and the Cats were going to win. And you know what, Roush? Not only do good teams win, great teams cover.
1: Kentucky. Cats. Hell County. yeah, they do. The Cats, the covering Cats, is what I call them. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, you want to talk about a ride? I uh, so that was my first time watching a game as a fan. I think since I was twenty first birthday. And so I, I was at an establishment and I had to like that. The, the party was upstairs. The final five minutes, I was downstairs with my own TV, just like pacing. And, you know, we, we sweated out a little bit, but still got the win. And man, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. I, I got to say, though, I was um, I was worried, especially when folks started saying, you know, there was whispers Friday night that Wandale Robinson wasn't going to play. Um, because of a bad hamstring, and you're like, oh, God, hamstring. Like, that's, of all the bad soft two, like, it doesn't get much worse than that. Please don't be true. And while it might have been true and it might have slowed him down some, he's still out there, I think, had, what, six catches for 60-some-odd yards. So, you know, seven catches, 65 yards. So, uh, really happy that was wrong because uh, even though Kentucky ran the ball to win the game, uh, and got a lot of help from Mr. Ruffalo. Uh, having Wandale Robinson on the field is very important. Uh, having Wandale Robinson waving the flag around on the other team's field afterwards, too, that's also very important.
2: Yeah, we have a lot to talk about this game. Probably not. Probably we'll talk a lot about this game uh, tomorrow and Wednesday as well. This is going to be one that we'll, we'll chew on for a bit and then also continue to look ahead to this big Florida game. This weekend, which we're very excited about. But, Roush, no bad or ugly road wins in the SEC, although this was kind of a bad and ugly road win in the SEC. But shout out to the defense. Nothing bad about that. Uh, They got out of the halftime tunnel maybe a little too late. That was the only drive that they didn't look uh, great at at all. And then – but besides that one, that was exactly Mm -hmm. what we needed to see. That was – that almost that was a statement game from that defense because while they hadn't been horrible and we were quick to always point out that they had made the big plays when they had to, we just wanted to see a little bit more pressure, a little bit more life being difficult on opposing offenses. Well, they waited until they left Kroger Field and on the road because that was as dominant as the defense performance as Kentucky's had. Uh, with probably maybe one or two exceptions here or there but that that was awesome that was really really good did exactly what they needed to do offense put them in really bad spots tip of the cap to the defense they were dominant
1: absolutely dominant and um the the big thing was stopping the run I always thought this team was a, a good run stuffing team but they'd still given up some yards and a lot of that was kind of the quarterback run stuff um but I they brought it. They absolutely brought it. Held South Carolina to only 58 yards rushing. And when you can't, when Kevin Harris doesn't get going, and when you're stonewalling these dudes, it really put Luke Doty in tough spots. And you saw that translate. Kentucky's defense, I think they were at their worst on third downs going into this game. Then they're 3-12 in this one. And had three fourth down stops. I mean, shout out to DeAndre Square. He played incredible, had eight tackles. Uh, and and you know what they we talk about being opportunistic too on those third downs. When Kentucky dialed up blitzes, they they got home. JJ Weaver had a sack. Carrington Valentine, that little stutter step he put on the running back on that cornerback blitz, that was awesome. That was so awesome. Love to see it, uh, man. Just oh, man, a great fun Kentucky game. They uh, they're now top twenty in rush defense, two point eight. 2.89 yards per carry. That's what you love to see. You absolutely love to see it. And it was, um with that, TJ, it did kind of feel like a classic vintage Stoops game. Like, let's run the ball, let's stop the run, and get out of here with the win.
2: Oh, yeah, my friends and I, we were... We were we were making some jokes that like this is was a everything stoops could ever want for in a football game like you know uh except for the turnovers on the offensive part he's not a big fan of those nobody really mm-hmm. is but but the positive of Saturday's win there are a lot of them a lot more than the negatives there's no denying that but your 4-0 your defense looked absolutely stellar should be riding high playing with a lot of confidence going into this really difficult stretch uh, South Carolina's offense wasn't very good but again that's what you should do against a bad offense that's what that's right. how you should make them look they did just that uh, again lots of takeaway stoops now has more wins SEC wins than any other Kentucky coach and UK again a, a nice winning streak one of the longest winning streaks in the country believe it or not and you 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 go into murder's row uh, feeling good about yourself I, at least i think you should now the issue is the bad side is what everybody yeah. knows i'm already sick of talking about it to be honest with yeah. you and we haven't even done it on the radio show yet but roush is as long as kentucky's turning the ball over you, you ain't gonna have a you ain't gonna be able to have a relaxing win uh, it's gonna be they're gonna play they're gonna play teams <laughs> close if they do that it's a great equalizer in that sense Kentucky is oh, a yeah. lot better than south carolina they were a lot better than missouri but roush if you're gonna turn the ball over and give teams other opportunities and take away scoring opportunities from yourself Games are going to be close, it's as simple as that. You're lucky to even be close to be honest with you. You do this against Florida <laughs> or Georgia and you're probably getting blown out. So, oh, you got to you got to fix it up. Everybody knows that. How many I mean, how many times can we say it? We'll say it a million more this week, but turnovers, man, it's just a huge issue.
1: It's it's actually like after the game I had to just laugh because Kentucky has no business being 4-0 with a minus nine turnover margin like that's not it's not how football works like it's just not but uh i i you know you take it (laughs) you take the wins and you move forward i just kentucky has the worst turnover margin in college football and they're undefeated it makes no sense but man am i happy it's also one of those things too these turnovers we're all bad. I mean, Will Levis, his interception—he's throw—he's like throwing away from his body, going backwards. It's like, dude, just step in your throw. That's a touchdown. Uh, on the
2: on the one hand, I didn't—I wasn't so bothered with him because no,
1: it's like an arm field, punt too. The, you the know? field
2: had been flipped, but there's no denying that that was a terrible throw. A good throw there. It is a touchdown. It was a <laughs> yeah. bad throw. Now you you lived with it because it kind of put South Carolina in a tough spot, at least for a moment. But it uh, it was yeah, it was a bad throw. Like just a
1: bad throw, Will in the fumbles the balls wide on all of them like it I, of course they fumbled it you're out there juking you've got the ball up around your shoulder like
2: yeah that yeah. The, the, the fumbling i guess on the one hand maybe a little bit more concerning but maybe least concerning i don't know maybe some of the textures on the text line can help me out on that 5-0-2-4-1-4-14-50. because like it's 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 some degree bad luck and others just like what do you, you that, Josh Ali, What are you thinking, man? Like, what the ball, of course, is going to come out against SEC defenses if you're holding it out like that. You're too old to be holding the football like that. Chris Rodriguez changed um, his running style there in the fourth quarter for ball protection. Yeah. And uh, you, you can see, you can see <laughs> the change there as well. Yeah. The fumbles, I don't know. Like,
1: because they're they, supposed to be random, but are they?
2: Yeah. Like, I, I, you know, there are people that have bad ball security. I didn't think it was going to be Josh Ali or Chris Rodriguez. Clearly it is to some degree, but you think that water has to find its level a little bit with the fumbles because there is a degree with like luck. It has to be this situation, this moment, but when they happen so frequently, it's like, all right, well, it's luck, but also you're making it easier on defenses with the way you're holding the ball. So maybe, maybe there's a little kickback and, the, the first four games, all the turnovers, how ugly. Hey, maybe this next game of four and maybe this the stretch of the next four games, Roush, where two out of the four are on the road. Maybe maybe it, it, it kicks back and UK is doesn't turn the ball over as much. I'd like that. I do think water will find its level a little bit, but you can't have your you can't have your your star running back and your, your most veteran wide receiver doing that stuff. In, in, inexplicable. Will Levis, we're going to live with some of the interceptions. Right. Um, I, I wish we saw more of the good from him to kind of balance out the bad. We saw, sadly, probably a little bit more bad from him in the passing attack, that is. But the fumbles, it's it's head-scratching, to say the least.
1: Yeah. It, it, it's, it's frustrating because you can see – That this kentucky team was going to be able to just run the game away just run it away uh and yet they instead they were almost like "Eh, we don't want to make things too easy here you go uh that was whoo man just enough to make us sweat it out just enough to make us sweat it out tj but uh, i i will say on a kind of a more positive light good to see kentucky get back to downhill running uh there were some times I mean, it wasn't always the case, but five and a half yards per carry is five and a half yards per carry, and the longest run of the day was a Will Levis 18-yard run. So they were getting chunks at a time. That first drive, I mean, Rodriguez didn't get the touchdown, but I think he had 31 yards on three carries up to that point, and then Smoke gets the 15-yard score. I mean, some Liam Cohen, you know a guy's good at scheming up stuff when you just look at the scripted first drives. They've been pretty good the last two weeks. I think the next step is TJ. Let's just get that script to go. Like, can we can we do that the second possession too, in the third? Because those those first play scripts, gosh, things of beauty really are.
2: I remind I remind people that are lucky enough to watch the game with me, and of course, I'm saying that in jest, but that like your first scripted drive should be the best one you've got and coming out of the half should be a really good scripted drive those are when you should know everything about your opponent and defensively what they're going to try to do and you should have a collection of a dozen 15 20 plays where they don't have a chance to make adjustments to it cuz they're just getting out there for the first time but you should you should know that was one for and and Grand was okay at some first drives, but it seemed like the, there was also a lot of three and outs from Kentucky to start drives, and that basically just means the coin toss is worthless. So uh, I love the way that Kentucky has come out to start games, and then on the flip side, I was a little disappointed that the defense uh, came out to start the second half. South Carolina made the adjustments they did, but the thing I liked the most about it was after that first drive, Kentucky's defense stoops made the necessary adjustments the, and, and kind of. Good X and O coaching on the sideline in-game, but you're right. The scripted drives to start for Liam Cohen in the offense, very, very impressive. But it's it's really hard to get a, a sense or feel for this offense, Roush, and say one way or another definitively when you're turning the ball over this much. Like yeah. it, It's just you're shooting yourself in the foot before we even know exactly what they can or can't do. That game – More so than the Missouri game. When we look at that Missouri game, we're like, we could have been up 28-7. to It could have all been over right then and there. I think the South Carolina game was the game that was close – was more inexplicably close than it should have been. Look at what Kentucky's defense did to South Carolina. If UK's offense just finds the end zone – really one more time that game's put away and you don't you don't sweat it out but two three you know you 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 look at the turnovers you take away a couple more of those it's over
1: yeah and i also did the thing too tj where i drink more alcohol on saturday than i've probably drank i just war knows war knows and so i naturally i had to go back and rewatch the game just to refresh my memory and I still can't for the life of me figure out how the hell we didn't punch it in from like the eight yard line or whatever that was. Got down inside the 10 and just stalled out. Didn't get yeah. that one. Yeah, that was frustrating. Like, come on, just go punch it in. But hey, shout out to Ruffalo. That one, the 50, was it 50 yards or 53? It was a booming kick.
2: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know. You, I didn't know it was that long.
1: Uh, Let's see here. 43, 50. No, wait, I'm. Um nope, got my people mixed up. The other guy hit the 50 yarder. He had a 43 yarder, but I'll still take it.
2: Yeah, I didn't I didn't remember a super long one from Kentucky, but for yeah, 43 yards. That's nice. Making them that that's good as well. I tweeted out that on that uh fourth and two, it was kind of like Missouri decision ask. It really was different circumstances, different situations. Fourth and two, a little bit different um also making it a two-score game as well and yeah and, and, you know there, there 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 were some similarities to it but it really wasn't all that comparable i thought snoops coached a pretty solid game he can't he can't stop the people from turning the ball over in game um the the funny thing was it was like they they had made up their mind that like all right chris we love you. You're great, but like you're getting fewer touches because you keep turning the ball over. Sure enough, then like everybody else was turning the ball over. So it almost just seemed like there was this reset of like, okay, you know what? Everybody's turning it over. Just quit. Nobody do it anymore to find a way to close out this game. And they were a little more protective there at the know. end, Roush.
1: Yeah, they were. They certainly were. Um, you just can't, you need your guy, your Salter way the game guy to be more cognizant of ball security uh now i'm you you can't it's just funny that some of the stuff we say on this here radio show on you know whatever podcast i'm doing or tweeting or whatever it may be but at one point this week i I don't know what roland tweeted i was like you know it really is just a matter of kentucky's just a better football team, and the only way this is close is if South Carolina forces turnovers. Well, that's what happened, but the cat's still covered. So you know, you gotta love it, <laughs> just an, just enough to keep it nice and buttoned up, nice and close. But it, it it felt like Kentucky was the better team throughout, and that was how many times can you say that? Where Kentucky goes the road on the road, they look like the better team, and even though they don't play well, they're able to. To lock up a win like I never apologizing for a win, especially an SEC win on the road. Uh, I can remember all too fondly going down to that place and it was the first SEC road win in like 22. So very happy to get a win. And even though it wasn't uh, pretty. It's good. It's winning ugly is uh, makes you know that there's a lot left in the tank with this Kentucky team and they're going to need it this Saturday against Florida. Yeah,
2: the
0: old journalism cliche, it wasn't pretty,
2: but, Justin, it was pretty big.
0: Uh, after the – what was it? What was the last game, y'all? Chattanooga? After the Chattanooga game, I thought this show today would have a whole different tone. So, first of all, I am really proud of you all for just seeing a win as a win. It's an yeah. SEC win. It gets you to 4-0. It gets you to 4-0 for Florida, which is exactly what you wanted to do at the beginning of the season. Um so yeah, that's really all I wanted to say. I'm just I'm I'm happy that it's a positive mindset yeah. this week versus
1: Chattanooga's well, game last week. I mean last week it was I mean it was Chattanooga at home. Yeah. This is no I get the it. SEC team on the road. Did you see? It's a little different.
2: Yeah, it it's I I don't know. Certainly you wish to win that one by more. They should have won by more. You beat South Carolina by a million last year. Now circumstances obviously different. There's more optimism in the South Carolina program and whatnot. Uh, Speaking of which, shout out to Beamer for making that game much easier for Kentucky. Thank you so much. (laughs) Horrible decision making. Idiot. Oh, gosh. And we have got to talk about the commentators. Have to talk about the commentators when when we come back from the break. But horrible coaching there. Like I, I oh boy, your UK's offense isn't doing diddly squad, and you keep giving us shorter fields. Thank you. Oh, thanks. that's awesome. That's like how, how really generous good. of you to your offense isn't doing diddly against this defense, and you think that you can pick up three yards running? Okay, go ahead, <laughs> go for it every time. Oh, By all means. Uh, Yeah, I would say stoops out I would say stoops out coach Beamer, but like Stoops didn't do anything but put a good defense out there for the most part. Like it wasn't so much stoops countering beamer's decisions, it was stoops just being like, Oh my gosh, yes, please continue not to punt. Like, don't put us in tough spots. Yes, yes, go for it. Absolutely. Shout out uh, to Beamer for that. That was sweet.
1: That one where Square had tackles on third and fourth down. Awesome. (laughs) Especially the blitz, too, because it wasn't like he delayed it i mean he walked up to the line and just blew that play up that was oh great 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 game by deandre square um but we and we do have to talk about his uh that a little too great of a game man what well People a little too, really a little, a little up about that
2: his physicality just went a little too far roush and we need to get deputy <laughs> doofus on the case and maybe lock up deandre square here for uh for, <laughs> The, the first three quarters of the Florida game. I don't know. People are such losers. We got a lot more to get to. Seriously. This is Kentucky Roll Biggest Call on Big X Sports Radio. Bro, Kyle. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kaler. We'll be right back.
1: Because here at Kentucky Roll Call,
0: we're better than you! And we know it! stars, two lovers in the dark, on the run from the one that they call Cher Spock. Six guns by the side, and bullets ran the ways. Two shots to the sky, Sigma sign for the chase. Welcome and back. Kentucky Roll All here on Big X X-Men
1: X-Men Radio. Radio. 96.1 FM,
2: 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Monday to be morning. Roush, did you hear about that Owen kid on on Trinity High School? Owen who? Owen six, baby. (laughs) (laughs) man. You got him. Suck it, Trinity. Man. Yeah, you you little 14 to 18-year-old football players just trying to figure out what life's all about. Well, one thing you're going to figure out, kiddos, is St. X is better than you.
1: (laughs) How to cope with loss. A lesson that the Trinity Shamrocks are learning from the St. X Tigers.
2: Yeah, absolutely and don't you forget it folks and if there's one thing i know about st x and trinity football is we hope we see you in the playoffs buddies we hope to see what you in the it, playoffs
0: what ended up being the score of that 35
1: 28
2: st x oh wow st x did their best uk football impersonation yeah. looked really good early on and then uh, things got a little dicey late but but st x did enough to pull away and, and got the win and Trinity does seem like they're like a solid team rush, but playing the national schedule that they are, yeah. And then mail and Saint X obviously good in state, uh, winless on the year. The new head coach—they've won zero games since Beatty decided he's stepping aside.
1: Man, and the thing is too is I I really do just want to like, you know, I don't care that much, but it is fun to say that Trinity can't win a game without Bob Beatty. That's that's fun to say.
2: It is fun to say, and obviously Trinity will be just like on this season. Saint X and Mail are better. Uh, they played Mail pretty close. Obviously, they played Saint X close, so I guess they're not maybe too far out of it. But uh, I do think there's probably a little bit of a of a, as you'd imagine, a transitional period without having Beatty as the head coach. And I, for one, will take it. Looked like a good crowd at Cardinal Stadium. Obviously, I thought for some reason the game was on campus, but uh, they—the folks that were there—that looked like it was a good crowd. Great weather, and the Tigers get the old Shillelagh back over to Poplar level, so that's always—that's uh, always exciting. So, congrats to them. Go Tigers. Suck it, Trinity. Roush, I don't even know where to begin with the with everything else we still need to digest from this Kentucky football game on Saturday. But before we do that, how about we talk about the Bobby Cook Golf Academy?
1: Oh, the Bobby Cook Golf Academy, great place to work on your game, especially with the Americans just routing those Europeans. I mean, that's got to inspire you to get out the sticks, to swing away at one of Bobby's fantastic indoor simulators, whether you're hitting the range or getting some lessons from Bobby. Uh, he's got you covered right off exit four in southern Indiana. I think too the way like hey, there's so many courses up there. I bet you could play a whistling straits. I bet you could on the simulator. So oh
2: no doubt about it.
1: Yeah. So go to cook, Golf Academy.com. That's cook with an E at the end of it. Or you can give Bobby a call at 812-913-4415 to book your spot today.
2: Absolutely. And I would love to hear what Bobby thought of the Ryder Cup and the United States domination, whistling straights, the scenes from Wisconsin, so awesome, beautiful, rowdy, exciting. And I didn't anticipate – obviously, there always is some, but sheesh, well, at least the tensions between the two teams. Did you all watch it all yesterday morning, by chance?
1: Uh oh, man. I missed it yesterday. It uh, It uh, was good nap filler in the morning.
2: Yeah, I don't blame Justin for not wanting to watch the finish of that one. Uh, he shield your eyes, buddy. Your Europeans are getting dominated again, but they were doing like they weren't really. The Europeans weren't conceding any putts, so then the Americans were like, "All right, well, we're not going to concede putts then." And it kind of <laughs> turned into this, you know what, measuring contest. Quite literally, a, a measuring contest of like they would put their putters near the cup rouse to be like, "Look, it's inside a putter, man," and. Of course, Bryson will be the one that, like, takes it just a little bit too far where he actually put his putter in the cup, like, not just, like, placing it down, just very – well, I, I'm using probably the wrong verbiage. Bryson went ahead and actually did place it physically on the ground. Most of the guys were going up near the cup and just, like, not putting it on the ground but showing that it wasn't all that far. And then mm-hmm. they and then they just slip their putter up instantly. Bryson took it the full nine yards and put it down on the ground, put the putter head in the cup. And then the length of the putter just to showcase you know how snobby the Europeans are. But that's what we think about most Europeans, roush Snobby, no good uh golfers.
1: Yep, good for nothing, snobby golfers. Get yeah, him out was, of here.
2: It was so fun seeing John Rahm lose, and then Rory gave an all-time interview afterwards. I was I was happy to make fun of him, like he was he, he was tearing up, which was kind of weird and then he just kind of went on to like talk about how this is the greatest event in golf. And he's just so lucky to be a part of it. And, um, he hopes to do it for as long as he can. And I was like, Oh man, damn it, Rory. Don't go making me like you. Sheesh. (laughs) Like I'm supposed to be rubbing it in your stupid little Irish face here. And here he is (laughs) making me appreciate Northern
1: Irish face.
2: Uh, Excuse me. Apologies to, to Rory, but absolutely right. And, uh, he is right about all that. It's the best thing in golf. It's a shame it's only once every two years. I mean, I, that's what makes it so good, I suppose. It's just a shame it's three days, you blink, and it's over. But
0: right, uh, right. that one
2: was really over probably after one day, if we're going to be honest with one another. Hey, States, and that team, that United States, that, that's a young core that's going to be in a lot of Ryder Cup and international events together, President's Cup, whatever else there is out there, Olympics, obviously. But that that's a young core that's going to win a lot. Like, you're in trouble, Europe. You are in big trouble. Did I hear they were all rookies? No, they weren't all rookies, but they had a lot of rookies. They had more rookies this year, I think, they've, than they've had in a while. But, no, not all of them. Ah, It was awesome. That made me really happy. That was like the a dream sports weekend for, for myself, and we've got to talk more about it because yep. the U.K. football game was probably the highlight of it, Roush. We said in the preseason, U.K. should be 4-0 after the first four games. They did we didn't, it. we didn't say it was going to be super easy – it didn't look super easy, but here they are. And I do genuinely believe this isn't just butt slapper. I, I I think their best football has to be ahead of them because you literally probably can't turn the ball over more. I mean, of course you can. Let's hope we don't find that out. But it, it'd be tough to it'd be tough for somebody to argue that their best football is not in front of them.
1: Yeah, and I, I think when you went into this game, you said, all right, what are some things Kentucky needs to improve on? Defensively, it was get off the field on third down. They did that on third down and on fourth down. Uh they South Carolina tried to run it right at him, and Kentucky said, huh, run right at us. <laughs> get the hell out of there with that nonsense. And the defense, uh well, um, quick scan here. Uh I still don't think they've they gave up one pass by over 30 yards. Damn it. And that one long ball to the tight end. Um was really hoping that you'd still have the stat where they haven't given up a pass play over 30 yards so I guess 30 plus yards they've got one but the defense took steps in the right direction the, it, they're they're closer to what we imagine we would see and I think in part it's because Carrington Valentine you saw he, that was his fifth start now like he's getting a little bit more experience he's playing much better on the outside Jalen Geiger 34. Wasn't expected to play a lot this year, uh, but you've had the 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 absences in the secondary, and he, he he was making some opportune plays there early on. Really happy to see it too from a guy who's from Columbia, South Carolina. I know he had a huge uh, a huge contingent of family in the audience, so I'm sure that was very cool for him. Uh, PFF graded him as the the highest defensive player uh, on the team on Saturday, uh, even though he did only. Play a dozen snaps. Still, there's a dozen valuable snaps. So you're having guys really step up uh, and and answer the call defensively. Offensively, yes, it it, it wasn't pretty. Um, but you know, Kentucky came in with a game plan and a mindset that we're going to run it down their throat, and they did. It was happy. Really liked the way that they used the Will Levis run game to TJ because it wasn't a all the time kind of thing. It, it almost kind of felt like how they time up their play action shots. Uh-huh. It, except they did it for Levis to get loose on the run, uh, and, and those really kept drivers alive there.
2: They really feel like the Levis running is like this back pocket secret that they have, and when they want to go to it, they don't want to do it often. One, they don't mm-hmm. want to take unnecessary hits, and two, they, don't want to, they basically kind of use it as like a surprise, which I don't understand. I mean, you should be preparing for him to run, but they do such a good job of all this misdirection that the time that he actually keeps it himself – uh, can kind of get a defense, which is impressive. It's hard to even have a lot of analysis for this Roush, if, if at least in my opinion, uh, at least with the offense defense. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about there. Offense, it, it, we're going to say it a million more times. You you can't. It's hard to even judge this team with how many turnovers they're having because yeah. quit. Like you can't keep doing that, or it's going to always look bad. We that, that's actually really easy analysis there. But I think the only real analysis. That you can make on this offense is that like Levis needs to get back to Monroe Levis, be more consistent and and hit the thro- hit the hit the long balls and and hit more throws. Um, I think if you if you want to put away the turnovers for a second, because that really should be the end all be all with the offense. Hey, stop turning the ball over. Continue to rush it and uh, catch catch passes and wide receiver hold on to them after you catch those passes. But Levis is seemingly, I wouldn't say hit a wall, but um, he hasn't really grown on that first game, which is a little disappointing because U.K. is going to have to take some deep shots against Florida. That's the thing is that, like, as Will Levis is getting adjusted to SEC play and all that stuff, you can't, you can't pucker up against Florida. U.K. has got to hit some of those deep balls. So, Levis, you, you've been that, – that one against South Carolina was a really bad throw. It cost mm-hmm. U.K. a touchdown because it was a bad throw. It ended up being a turnover because it was such a bad throw. You still need to take those shots, though, and I hope that UK is going to allow him to still be aggressive. And let's just hope you get back in front of the home crowd row He's going to hit on more of them, like he did early against Missouri, like he did against Louisiana Monroe.
1: Right, right. I uh, and and it's one of those things that I I want to say that it's a a warning curve kind of moment. You know, you're going to like. ULM, bad football team. South Carolina at least has some athletes. They're going to be more open at times, but when you're taking your shots, it's two games in a row where he's kind of, he's not stepping into those throws and he's leaving up a little bit short. If you're going to mess up on a long ball, mess up long, (laughs) like even if it's a pride thing, like I I don't want him to be Joe Miltoning every throw out there, but like you can put a little bit, it's okay to put too much sauce on it. So you you'd like to see more from Levis, but I mean, he had only seven incompletions. Like that's I'll take it. You know, I'll I'll take it for the most part. Um, but I think in his case, what would really this game showed me with his ability to to run the ball that he can still keep uh defense on their toes, and when they are selling out. And they're keeping those safeties back deep to prevent him from taking the deep shot. You make them pay by running it. So I, I, at least in that regard, there was some good decision making uh, on his part. But I just, uh, man, I just that one throw made me just so max. It's like, man, you had that—that's a shot worth taking. Just step into it. And you, you watch the replay. He's like falling backwards. Like, God, buddy, I know you got a big arm, but you got to use those legs to step into it too.
2: Yeah, and seven incompletions is fine and dandy, but when you're averaging four and a half yards per completion, Roush, that's that's getting a lot closer to the grand offense that we were all kind of excited to move past than what we're looking for. But that game was kind of weird. Kentucky was turning the ball over. They uh, the my overall sentiment is I'm I'm weirdly giving like Levis a pass for the South Carolina game. I'm giving the whole offense a pass, mostly for the South Carolina game. Offensive line looked good, like that, and that's a tough defensive line, Roush. I'm not yeah, South yeah. Carolina. I think will be lucky to go to a bowl. I don't know what their schedule sets up like or whatnot, and and they're they're in the process of a rebuilding period. But one place that they do have some serious talent is in on on that front line. I thought the offensive line looked great. I thought UK rushing the ball whether it was Levis or whether it was Rodriguez and Smoke. Congrats to him on becoming a 1000-yard rusher during his career at Kentucky. That's a huge accomplishment and that touchdown run. Uh that touchdown run and then I think it was a third down run where he like just it looked like he was falling down and then he just like slipped past about four more defenders for a rush of like 12 yards or something like that. That was another nice one from Smoke as well. The rushing game looked great Roush except for the the fumbles. You you take you you hold on to the football. The offensive line was dominant. There's a lot of things I think you can take from this offensive performance and apply it to Florida and feel solid about that game, or you know, solid enough, solid as you can. You, there mm-hmm. is a talent discrepancy. Florida is the more talented team. How much of that talent is offset by that game being in Lexington and UK having the home 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 uh, home field advantage? We ask that question frequently when when Florida comes up to Lexington hasn't really the, – the home crowd hasn't been able to win the game just yet, but there have been some really close ones. Things have come down to the wire. There was a lot to like from that offense except for the turnovers and Levis being – not looking like he did not, – not hitting the long balls as much as he did, unfortunately, I guess. But um, offensive line, super physical, loved it. Hey, rushing attack, Chris Rodriguez. Keep your head up. You got. We we need Chris Rodriguez. So I don't really care so much about well, the fumbles. And
1: I would also say too that you know, as much as Levis didn't hit the long balls, I man, he hung in there in the pocket on one third and long, got freaking rocked, and still delivered a ball to Wandale for a first time. And knowing the way Todd Grantham plays, he there his his innermost blitziness. He can't he can't contain it. Even though all conventional wisdom will say, all right, let's 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 put some safeties back. Let's force Levis to throw in underneath. You think Todd Grantham is going to be able to resist not going crazy and blitzing the bejesus out of Kentucky? He can't help himself. He simply can't help himself. So I do think that those opportunities will still present themselves um, against Florida this Saturday. Um, it's just a matter of Levis, no one to hold him, no one to fold him, You've gotten a a little roller coaster of great-to-good play. Now, let's just button it up a little bit uh, for the big dogs from Gainesville on Saturday. Get it all together.
2: Three rushers for Kentucky uh, combined for 40 rushes. Rodriguez, Smoke, and Levis. All of them had at least five carries or more. Obviously, Rodriguez the most, Smoke second, and then Levis third. All averaged over five and a half yards per carry. Yeah. That that's that is that is such a compliment to the offensive line that it's uh it, it really should get you feeling pretty good because that's a damn good defensive line they did it to five and a half, two rushes. Doesn't matter if it was Levis, Smoke, or Rodriguez, two rushes Kentucky had a first down based on averages. That's nuts, folks. That's really good. That's really a lot to get excited about. It's hard to fathom UK only scored 16 points. Given that stat, to be honest with you, now I'm actually starting to get a little worked up about it. Uh, let's move on to some of the fun stuff. Is everybody did you everybody say their morning prayers for Tink?
0: <laughs>
1: oh man, can I just say that like, what a ridiculous! <laughs> I couldn't believe how mad people were like. Guys get bummed into all the time on the sideline and fall over. He wasn't a great like did Square did it look like he just like lowered his shoulder on? Him? Yes. But it also looked a lot worse because he fell like a cartoon character. <laughs> it was so funny. I, uh, I I just I couldn't believe what it was DeAndre Square doing? Like DeAndre Square is a nice dude. Like he's not over there just trying to like hurt some guy. He knows they know these guys pretty well um so i just i thought it was funny how worked up people got uh and i thought it was a great gesture that afterwards square he was like all right let's let's do the jersey swap did he actually give him his jersey i don't know but they're definitely going to be on good terms the the it was made such a big deal for no damn reason
2: there's some folks that have a really tough time admitting or, or knowing that they don't know everything in a situation. It was not a good look for Square, and that's and anybody can, like, one, be serious about that or laugh about it. it like, it was just like, what – DeAndre, what are you doing? Like, you, you, you didn't have to put your hands on him. You were, you were stopped at that point. But on the flip side, we don't know their relationship. DeAndre could have just been joking and, like, thinking that, like, oh, I'm going to – like, you know in practice, Roush, in football, like, Hey, we're not actually hitting here, but put your hands on him like you're block. You know, like you're blocking, mm-hmm. but you're not. It could have been a situation like that, and the dude folded like a chair. I'm not. I'm not trying to defend Square, but I think it was a more funny moment than this. Like malicious. Yeah. Uh, look yeah. how evil this player is. And and you saw everybody was like Square is one of the nicest guys in the locker room, and then you saw <laughs> the good the moment where Tink and him had made good with one another. I don't even know who Tink is. I love that his name is Tink um i love that people got worked up about it that's the funniest thing in the world and uh it just it, some folks man can't really seem to enjoy nothing
0: from an outsider's perspective though it did seem pretty malicious i mean like <laughs> you all saw the play i didn't see it live i didn't see it until it was posted on the facebook page but i was like what in the hell is he doing like, sure. like you said TJ, he was stopped I mean he sure. he had no reason to put his hands on him but <laughs> I, it, did, it did at the end of the day it provided mm-hmm. a tough moment
1: so I'm glad see and I, I think too that he was just giving him a little like a little something but it just turned into a lot more because square forgot that he's an SEC linebacker and Probably. you know Probably. like and square, I,
2: I, and square should have done it but like what well, what do, what do we, you you think that's the only mistake that's ever happened on a football sideline before?
1: Oh, I'm sure that that happens all the time where you're kind of going out of bounds and you see your bud and you give him a little one-two. Like, I bet it happens all the time. It's just we noticed this one.
2: Yeah, we really did notice that one, though. And uh, had a had a good laugh at it as well. And then we, we, we'll probably talk more about it in hour number two, but the commentators, somebody has to tell these commentators why teams punt and the purpose of punting because they were... They were flabbergasted why a team would ever even punt the football.
1: Uh, So I actually was in the car yesterday and heard the color guy, Kelly Stouffer, was on the call for like the Viking Seahawks for ESPN radio. So maybe that's it. Maybe he just started doing college this year and he just thinks that nobody punts anymore when really that's just the NFL.
2: I was cracking up. He was like, a punt doesn't get you anything here. So I, I don't blame, I don't blame Beamer for wanting to go for it. Yeah. A punt very rarely gets you anything except field position. You goovers. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Kentucky, they were able to run the ball throughout the day, but they were having a tough time. The offense was kind of stalling. The offense was kind of in their heads. They were turning the ball over. Wow. Would you not want Kentucky pinned inside the 10? You maybe you get a three and out, and you're right back in the situation you were previously. And uh, I love the decisions to go for it from a UK fan perspective because I trust our defense and they stepped up in an absolutely colossal way. But these poor commentators, Roush, and it did not end there. It, that was not the only thing they were having a tough time with on, on Saturday night.
1: Ah, oh, man, but you know what? I, um, I. Don't, I Okay, uh, actually, I'll make one more. The, the play-by-play guy felt the need to scream as he talked. <laughs> like, his, <laughs> he was just, every single thing was, uh, and it's like, oh, and, and when I learned that he came from Fox, it was like, well, that makes sense. Like, of course he did. Oh, you think the Fox commentators all scream a lot? Well, it's, it's, my, it's because Gus Johnson screams a lot. So that's probably where I'm getting it from.
2: Yeah, Gus Johnson's a huge screamer, and I think right. he's entertaining enough for the most
1: part. But uh uh
2: But this yeah, guy it,
1: was very like <laughs> it was just so ham fisted, man. <laughs> it was just so over the top, which I, I thought was kind of funny. Um, but I I was too caught up in everything going on around me to really care that much about what the hell they were saying.
2: Oh gosh. It was it was so funny. Um, they were they, they didn't have their their best night for the uh for the most uh, for the most part intentionally exotic was a phrase that they were using
1: <laughs> it sounds like a Sounds like a place on 7th Street. (laughs)
2: Yeah, really. (laughs) It really does. Uh, All right, we're going to get to the Thornton's text line in hour two. It's going to be a heavy dose of Thornton's, which I think on a Monday morning we can all use. Extra coffee, man. As you you head in today, Thornton's is the perfect stop for the best pick-me-up items. You need to get your day started. Fresh coffee, delicious donuts. But on a Monday morning, maybe you lean on the, the coffee a little bit more. You know Thornton's has the best in the business. Stop by Thornton's. We appreciate them sponsoring the text line. Shout out to Kelly Leonardo and Alex Cupper. You guys are the best. We'll come back for hour number two and get to the Thornton's text line here on Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. And people are we
1: around but we're too busy singing to put down We go where we want to Do what we like to do over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call.
0: Nothing is over until we decide it is!
1: With Walker and Rosh. We're just getting started, bro.
2: Welcome back, hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen here on your Monday. Remember, Kentucky Roll Call goes 7 to 9, Monday till Friday, replay 9 to 11 for now, and the podcast as well. You can find that anywhere you get your podcast, just search for Kentucky Roll Call uh, and you'll find it. Leave us a rating and review. We're always appreciative of that. The Thordens text line, 502-414-1450. 502-414-1450. Remember, Thordens you download the app, Refresher Rewards app, and you're going to get great offers and savings on all their items, but most importantly, fuel, because who can't save a few bucks here or there on fuel? Everybody would be happy to, uh, to be able to do that. And you can just by downloading the Refresher Rewards app on your phone and use it each and every time you go to Thornton's. Roush, we need to get into the Thornton's text line, but I do know uh, we've got plenty more to talk about as well.
1: Yes, like a uh, big old suck at Dabo Sweeney and Clemson. My God, they are bad. DJU is just not a good quarterback. I- imagine being a Clemson fan, not me. What a bunch of losers. <laughs> losers.
2: Big upset there. ACC wide open. Grats U of L for a uh, gritty and, and ugly win themselves. But again, hey, no mm-hmm. ugly road wins in conference play. UK fans are a testament of that. Uh, but good win for them. ACC. It's yeah. anybody's race.
1: Boston College beat Missouri in overtime. So uh, even without right. Jerkovich, they might be a uh, might be might be a decent football team.
2: Missouri hit what like a fifty-four yarder to force overtime.
1: Yeah, that was a crazy field goal. Yeah, yeah. They cannot stop the run at all at Missouri. I think, I think that much is clear.
2: Great weekend for kickers.
1: Yeah, really it really was a great weekend for kickers. Uh a great weekend for the Scooter Dinkus. Question, Mark? You won? We won. So you did win.
2: Doesn't seem we, happy about it.
1: We well, it doesn't fall under the
0: premise of it was a conference road game, so you can have a bad non-conference road game, and that's exactly what that was. They didn't cover. They did win. Sloppy, sloppy game. Covering tops. That's
2: it. Uh, Indiana needed whatever win they could get.
0: That's it. Yeah, no, no, trust me, I know. And and I'm very (laughs) grateful that we got away with a win, but it was not pretty. Although Michael Penix looked a lot better. I heard it was a rowdy atmosphere.
1: It seemed like it, yeah. Yeah, they blacked out in Bowling Green. Wouldn't be the first time, am I right? (laughs)
2: hey <laughs> Kentucky announces a half-blue, half-whiteout yes. for the Florida game. And Love it. Love it. Why wouldn't you make the side that Florida is going to be on blue, you dinguses?
1: Oh, yeah, they're going to ruin it, aren't they?
2: It's no, they No, no, no. Nope. The north, north end zone,
1: north is, zone blue, is blue, correct? North like the north side north. of the stadium is blue.
2: No, what, what side of the visitor on is oh, white?
1: God, they didn't mess that up.
2: Damn it. And, like, you can make the case, well, even if that was the blue side, the orange would have stood out. But, like, half those dingbats wear orange, half of them wear blue. So if you could hide half of them, you would want to yeah. hide half of them. God,
1: yeah, that was dumb.
2: Somebody on my mention said that, uh, oh, no way they were going to make the donors have to wear white, which is probably kind of true.
1: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's probably the the, the truth the, of it is yeah, that like exactly. easier to, easier to find a blue coat or a blue hoodie or, or a blue hoodie. button up. Yeah, the button
1: up look. is the 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 uniform of that. Yeah, side of the uh,
2: You you pull off uh, one of your thirteen blue sweater vests that you have, half sleeve sweater mm-hmm.
1: vest. Oh yeah,
2: and you you rock that bad boy. Uh, I don't love this mainly because of that. Like, geez, ease. you had a chance, but here's the deal. These things only work if like everybody does them. So, I, I think people it, will
1: though cuz it's if, pretty easy to do. You know, you have your blue shirt and your white shirt. I just I know that there's going to be some superstitious folks who are like, I can't well, my lucky shirt is the other color. I'm going I, I got to wear my lucky shirt. Unless it's a blue out, Kentucky's never
2: really been all that great at these. For what it's, for, in my opinion, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I'm they right. tried to do the checkerboard one and I knew that one was going to fail, but I feel like this one's pretty easy enough you know, I'm and we really
2: so solid. I bet it's not going to be amazing
1: though. We've really amped up the blue white chance this year for whatever reason. So I, I think people will go all in, uh, section,
2: section three, that, that is it, it squarely in the white side of the stadium. So I guess, yeah. Um, Wear white if you're on that side, and then wear blue if you're on the other. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not, we'll see how it turns. We see it, We'll see how it turns out. But uh, pull out all the stops to try to beat Florida. That's a huge game. And Roush, yeah. I do want to mention this before we get to the Thornton sex line. UK has not looked stellar this season. Hasn't really gotten too many style points outside of the season opener yet. Two conference games down. Two SEC East opponents down. You're two and zero in the conference. You're 4-0 on the season. You look like you're uh, in a pretty good spot. Call me crazy, buddy. I think 10-2 and two is like really possible. Really, really possible yep. if Kentucky just doesn't really get upset, at least in a talent standpoint, in my opinion. Yeah. Kentucky's going to beat LSU, or they need to. If they lose to LSU, I'm not. That's not going to be like. Well, you know, you just wanted, you knew that Florida, LSU, and Georgia were going to be tough. LSU take a step down from those other two, in my opinion. Kentucky can beat. Kentucky should beat LSU. They 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 just should. And then that game at Mississippi State, that won't be easy. But that's a game if it was at, if it was in Lexington, you'd feel all confident be,
1: about it. Yeah, we'd all
2: be really upset if they didn't win that game. So. Yeah. Should home field and Starkville at that time of the season make that big of a difference? Not to me. And then Tennessee, you still should beat them. Uh they've, you know, their offenses look solid at times, but you still should beat them. Louisville, they've kind of bounced back from the old miss game. Uh, still should beat them. UK should rush for 1, a thousand yards against UL if they want to again. Eleven hundred
1: so, million.
2: So if you say that, like, yeah, this game this weekend against Florida, Kentucky certainly can beat them, but the Gators are the more talented team. If you give that one to Florida, you give the road game in Athens to Georgia because Georgia looks like an absolute machine right now, then what else is – like, I I don't think there's any other guaranteed losses on the schedule – I don't think there's any even probable losses on the schedule. It doesn't mean Kentucky can't be upset. It doesn't mean Kentucky can't lose games. Chattanooga almost snuck up and got the cats. so it's certainly possible. I just don't see it, Roush. And then if you're kind of talking like a ten and two season still on the table, the fan base should be as pumped up as I think they are. Uh, the special season, the special season's on the table, big time. I would say eight and four is probably the basement, basement if we're really going to be. If we want to be honest, if you want to throw out the LSU and Mississippi State games, then you're then you're talking about an eight and four basement. Uh, It was really important to get that that road game under their belt, and and now you can you're kind of playing with house money to some degree the next three games. Not according to LSU, in my opinion, but I think if you can go two and two in the next four games, you're going ten and two on the year two and two the next four games you're going 10 and yeah. two on the year
1: which is man that's fun to say out loud because this is what you you just needed to get to this point you had to win those to get the chance to have some special games and it's going to be a special atmosphere on saturday kentucky's played four to well in recent years you know and hell even last year um it was actually kind of close before cal Pitts and co let things get a little out of hand so i uh Man, I'm excited. I'm very excited because we still, as we said, Kentucky has shown that they can be a good football team, but they have not always played like a good football team. If you play like a good Kentucky football team, then you can steal some wins here. Um, I think maybe with the one exception being Georgia. I know it was just Vanderbilt, but they had 35 points in a quarter. Georgia is looking like they have put the last crystal in Thanos's uh MIT. i know those are not the right terminology and the nerds are gonna be very you mad know, at me you, you nailed it but man they they're they're all in one right now they're absolutely on one that game is going to be about as difficult as it gets but everything else it's it's within reach it's within reach if you take care of the football and what's kind of nice too tj is that like if there was going to be a time where it's like all right of course, Kentucky had 73 million interceptions last year. You can't expect for that to happen. Like the things are gonna go against you eventually. If you're gonna have them go against you, do it now, early on, when you can still win ugly and get rid of now. Let's 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 flip the script. Let's have fortune favor the wise and not those good for nothing gators. Turnover's come in bunches. So let's let's reverse that script uh, because and they, they, they are doing some some things that I didn't anticipate. I did not expect Isaiah Cummings to switch positions and then be lead blocker on 15 yard touchdown. That that oh man, on that counter run, I don't know what the hell terminology they used for, but they pulled the tight end down the line of scrimmage and he served as the lead blocker. And that's the kind of stuff too that when you see Cummings in that position on film your tendency is probably to think that it's going to be a pass, and instead he ends up being the lead blocker. So it makes Kentucky really hard to to evaluate, I think, at times on film. Love love that play call. Love the block from Cummings. Really love what Kentucky's doing right now. It's just a matter of putting all of the pieces together at the right time. They're getting closer, but they've still got a little ways to go.
2: Yeah, Florida game's going to be really tough for for Kentucky to win. Florida, obviously, very good football team, but – Sheesh, you, you win that one, then you're – I think it's really fun, really, really fun, and Kentucky fans deserve some of that. So uh, text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450, 502-414-1450. We've got a lot of text here. First one, I think.
1: Uh, oh, could... I've got it. And I, I would like to say this text, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure, go ahead. Can we please catch the points? Just catch the damn ball! It is oh, it is it is so infuriating to watch a ball bounce 16 yards down inside the five-yard line. Run up and catch the ball. That's your job. Go catch the punts. With the with the exception
2: of making field goals, and there has been one blocked, a pretty important one at that. Special teams has been pretty terrible. Oh, hum. yeah. I mean, the punts have just not been all that great. The punt returning has been dreadful. Kickoff returns—I don't think there's been anything special, but maybe I'm forgetting one. I don't think we've given up anything big in kickoff return. I think we actually won. We gave up one big return. Um, uh, not good. It just hasn't been all that great. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I think those get. Sometimes I think that uh, special teams can kind of get lost in the shuffle, but I, I wish it wouldn't. That stuff can matter, can cost you a game, can win you a game. Kentucky needs to be better. At least the field goal kicking's been good.
1: Well, at least that. Thank you, Ruffalo. Thank you.
2: Need to hear from need to hear from Roush the company line on why the turnovers are actually a good thing. <laughs>
1: well, they're not. Especially the fumbles. That's the one that irks me the most because fumbling is something you can control. You can be good at ball security, and I don't understand why it's so bad. I mean, you would think too with the running back coaches that they have there. I mean, hell, Grand's back, um, but John Settle. Like I, when I think of Wisconsin running backs, I don't think of fumblers. I think of really good running backs. I don't. I don't understand this ball security issue. It just it it's baffling. It really is.
2: That's uh, a little frustrating and baffling and uh, needs to needs to get improved because that's the strength of this team, being able to run dominant offensive line, can't go turning the ball over all willy-billy. Texter yeah. says, Shane Beamer, little wiener. <laughs> Texter says, Roush's former ex-boss getting put in a body bag by Vince after the game. You'll love to see it.
1: Vince Tyre?
2: Now he was holding the press conference at that time.
1: Oh, okay, gotcha. So he's
2: talking about the big dog, which uh, if you didn't see the tweet, I gotta see if I can um, responded to Matt's tweet saying Kentucky doesn't deserve to win these ga- win with these fumbles. Absolutely embarrassing. And then the big dog says, "But we did." Lol. <laughs> 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 pretty, pretty good. I saw somebody else also pull up another one. oh of yeah, saying something along the lines of like, dude, can't you just enjoy a win? Stop being so I mean
1: the 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 tweet he quote tweeted was like verbatim what Matt had said earlier.
2: Yeah, so when you get those two right next to one another, um, yeah, not always good always good, clean family fun. yeah, that's that's just that's Twitter folks. That's sports. That's the way it goes. A texter says, People that feel bad about that win must be new UK football fans. I'll take this all day (laughs) over gut wrenching failures that I had for the first 25 to 30 years of my life.
1: Oh, man. Ain't that the truth? Like, I mean, normally those are devastating turnovers that lead to a loss. Instead, your defense holds up. Like, I'll take it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I'll happily um, take it. It's never a bad look being at the top of the SEC. And no. you, you know, Missouri and and South Carolina; those are games we thought Kentucky should win, and you go out there and you do win them. So that's most important.
1: Took care of business, uh, TJ. Also, the watching the game as a fan is very, uh very underrated. Very fun.
2: What do you? Not uh, very underrated to who? Everybody but you, you goober. Of course, it's fun
1: so much fun. Like, I, I have like, a theory that each time, this.
2: <laughs> you know, I, I thought this about uh, Tyler when she went to the game not too long ago as well. I, every time I think that a media member goes to an actual sporting event as a fan, they lose a little bit of their Big J. Oh, like, yeah. Your, your yeah. Big J just shrunk a little tiny bit. Man. A little win came out of your Big J.
1: It really did it really really did. And, and good.
2: You need to you need to get all that wind out of that and then uh then you can then we can really have a good tailgate.
1: So I uh had never been to one of those beer festivals before and this was what? Yeah, where it's like you show up and it's just like try all of these different beers. Well, this one was bourbon too. So when you start just like there was a wine place there as well. I mean, I I did the thing where I showed up and I was just like, I'll have one of everything in the first hour. And man, that ball got rolling downhill quickly. Really did picked you, up some momentum. Did you have a pretzel necklace? No, because they actually had like real food where so I tried like shrimp oh. and grits. They did. the. Have you ever had the bacon that's like got syrup and junk on it? That's like super duper bacon. Yes. Oh, man. That was great. I even I had so much fun eating. I even had the ice cream to really top things off at the end. It was one of those things where I was like, man, I could be here for another three hours and just eat and drink all of the things. It was awesome. So,
2: sounded like you had like a home alone experience, but like out in public. Was this the Nick Roush out and about?
1: This was, uh, it was at DeSales too. It was the Nick Roush birthday party. That what? was Wait, Justin, what they called it.
2: Certainly, don't you think? <laughs> people he's worked with for a long time would get invited to the Nick Roush birthday party
1: yeah no
0: no such luck huh
2: I didn't I didn't get invited to it uh, me, me neither uh,
1: mm, real shame
2: uh,
1: well huh. hey we're running it back at dollar beers Thursday night so come uh, on, come all
2: I think I'm busy that night now that I think <laughs> it. now that, Roush what did you obviously you knew Justin and I weren't going to go to that you I mean you at least got to throw out a pity invite
1: <laughs> yeah, but like I, I knew you all would not be going to that. So why even waste my breath?
2: Well, because then you could be like, "Well, you were invited." Even Cause like, <laughs> I so might have gone. Who so knows? You, no, no, you weren't going to miss the IU game, were you?
1: You would have missed it. It was it was in the afternoon. It's four to eight. So
2: oh, yeah, I would I would have gone. Yeah, now yeah. I'm actually offended.
1: Yeah. Oh, you should I, be.
2: I was. That was middle of the nap time. That wedding Friday night took a lot of out me. A lot oh. out of me.
1: Oh yeah, and I woke up and it was like I'm pretty usually pretty good about hangovers, and do, I, th- there was no amount of food and water I could have consumed the night before to slow that hangover from slowing down at all. I mean, it oh. was just coming at me like a freight train Sunday morning. Yeah,
2: it was a it was a it was a water it was a water UK game Saturday night for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually I have like a tiny little cold, um, but you know it also. But that's really like that.
1: <laughs> that asleep. is such an old man like man I, i've got to be sick i feel so bad that like surely it's not just a hangover and it's like eh, it's probably just well
2: like i felt great waking up well not great that's the thing is like it wasn't a hangover feel it was like you got a little mucus in your throat kind of deal so it's mm-hmm. like yeah it's mm-hmm. not it's not that I'm actually kind of just feel fine it's just you don't know if it's allergies or cold kind right, right, sort of you're kind of right 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 in yeah, between there yeah. where you don't feel bad enough to like not leave but you're also just like i don't want to your your immune
1: system is definitely shot too you know like you 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 definitely need that extra vitamin c some b vitamins Mm -hmm. all that good stuff Mm
2: -hmm. absolutely absolutely a texter says uh people are uh louisville fans are weird
1: oh great text in the show uh spot on spot on and man i had a lot of louisville fans getting after me saturday too still about what Oh, oh, you're going to Tallahassee, blah, blah, And I, I just, uh, one of my buddies was, he's like, I don't know what it is, but Louisville fans just really hate you. They hate you so much. And you know what? It's a great place to be. That means you know you're on the right side of history.
2: Yeah. I, Louisville fans, I've said this before, they they need to stop worrying so much about how they look at the national level. And that goes with kind of, like, everything. and it, they, they need to just, I guess, kind of worry more about what they've got going on with themselves. But one of their one other people, like, tweeted out, L's now won three out of the last five or four out of the last five, whatever it is, against Florida State. And they added in the tweet, like, sure, Florida State's been down, but it's still a national brand that gets noticed. And it's like, that's that, that kind of sums up the L mindset perfectly is they're so worried about how they're perceived by everybody else that they forget that they've kind of allowed it's kind of you're getting the 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 it's epitomized by just going to cardinal stadium they're allowing basically their program to crumble to some degree that's a probably too harsh of a word from within because they're so worried about how they're perceived on the outside roush well if we get this big stadium (laughs) <laughs> we'll be like the big boys. Well, then you forget that people aren't going to fill it up, and that means more upkeep as well as you're having moldy seats and pink seats and seats falling down and falling off and all that stuff. So they need to stop worrying so much about what other people think of them, how they're perceived nationally, what's going on with other teams, and then kind of just focus on this season. This is a make-or-break year for Satterfield. that has been a solid bounce. Louisville's was in kind of a similar boat to Kentucky where it's like, they're they're happy with their record. They knew they weren't going to beat Ole Miss, or at least the the smart ones did. And then they've taken care of business in the other games that they've had to, even if it didn't look really all that great. You've also had a lot of injuries too, unfortunately for them. But so far, they're keeping their head above water. Worry about that instead of if beating Florida State is giving you national kudos or anything along those lines, because it's yeah. not. It's not. I'll just go nope. and answer it. <laughs> And they did, and they and they were trying to lead the charge on the DeAndre Square thing. Luckily, it got nipped in the bud so fast that even Deputy Doofus couldn't allow it to pick up steam. But why? Why? Why would you care if a UK player pushed down an assistant that he may or may not be friends with? Like why would? Why? I, I just I don't I don't get it.
1: Yeah, it's just dumb. Like just, <sighs> you know what though. I wow what's not my chicken gosh i need to figure out that stupid saying and it's gonna drive me nuts maybe we'll go to a break i'll figure out what the what the saying is
2: there's a wolf in the hen house
1: yes sure
2: all right let's go to a break this is kentucky roll call on big x sports radio tj walker nick roush and justin Kalen. we'll be right back
1: Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush.
0: Here I am, baby. Come and take me. Here I am,
2: baby. Welcome back. Kentucky take Roll me, Call here on Big X Sports me, Radio.
1: Roll call.
2: FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Monday morning. Hope you're having a great start to your week. Want to remind you about our friends at Salsaritas. They are hiring. They're looking for new employees they have an awesome referral program so if you get hired and you know somebody another buddy a cousin a brother a sister a relative that's looking for a job you're going to get more money if you get them to come work with you so not only do you get to work with somebody that you're probably fond of you also can uh, see a little pay bump as well which is cool Go ahead and give them a call at 502-356-9468. That's 502-356-9468. And don't forget, Salserita's is delicious. And if you download the app, you can earn $10 when you refer a friend to eat at the restaurant. They're big on referral programs at Salserita's because they know if they can get a new person in the door, it'll probably end up being a customer for life because they will get addicted to those wildly addictive chips. Salserita's two locations, Middletown and St. Matthew's. Uh, Roush, do you want to get back to the Thornton's text line?
1: Let's get back to the Thornton's text line. 502-414-1450 is the number you text in. We read it on air on the Thornton's text line. Uh, One texter says, if we get that level of broadcast, I'll take SEC Network 10 times out of 10. (laughs) I think we're getting the uh, Blackledge and uh, Dan McDonough crew this weekend.
2: ESPN, 6 o'clock, baby. That's official, Bob. That's official, the 6 o'clock ESPN game. So that is neat for Kentucky, but uh, neater for the folks that are driving. uh, 6 o'clock versus 7.30. I know the other alternative was 7. It was going to be 6 or 7, but UK fans are so used to that 7.30 SEC game. that 6 to 7.30, folks, that's going to make a big-time difference. That's huge news.
1: Yeah, you get out of there by 10 o'clock or so, going to be great. So uh, really, I I don't know the – I, I'm just not used to six o'clock kickoff. I'm wondering what game has things thrown off. I don't, I don't know. Don't really care. I'm just happy because <laughs> it's, ah, oh, it's gonna be is nice.
2: The, is the ESPN game at six now though?
1: It's usually at seven. Yeah. So I, I guess they don't have an afternoon one, or mm. I, I don't know what's on their their programming, but something's definitely thrown off here
2: because they've been doing those you know the, the late night ESPN games too and i just figured maybe they're moving those up at 6 and trying to start the other ones at 10 realistically maybe they say 9:30 but uh, yeah I, i'm also i was also curious about that but hey 6 i'll take it that's big time
1: yes definitely definitely big time
2: and then also uh, just kind of hitting on quick hitters uh, according to jack pilgrim cj frederick cleared to play right he's he's good to go nice
1: nice oh More quick hitters. Uh, I think Kentucky's getting a commitment Friday. Yeah,
2: so let's go. Is that the speed demon?
1: Yes, Brandon White from Cincinnati Molar High School. Uh, If you haven't seen him yet, the big dog quote, or he retweeted a gif of White scoring like an ADR touchdown over the weekend. So he was. uh, He attended camp early on. Uh, he was, he was at one of the camps that Luckett and I attended and he was just the fastest guy there and it wasn't really close and Kentucky's put an emphasis on speed. So I actually wondered for a little while, I was like, are they going to take both him and the Anthony kid from Ole Miss? Turns out, yes, they're, they're, they're heavily investing in that wide receiver room. Uh, even though they do have a ton of them in there, they're like, you know what? We could always use more speed. So, uh, look for that to be coming on Friday, October 1st.
2: Wow. All right. That's nice. I bet Neil Brown's not going to be happy about that.
1: Not going to be too happy at all. Which, by the way, they, they played Oklahoma pretty good. Love, yeah. love Oklahoma fans booing Spencer Rattler. Really big fan of that. Do you like Oklahoma's jerseys? Not really. I don't like their... Hel- I don't...
2: They did like the cream instead of the white.
1: Okay, that's fine. I don't like their helmets. Something about their helmets is different. It's like the, the white helmets. Just go back to the basic... Maroon with the OU. I don't. I don't like the new helmets.
2: Yeah, it's um, it was a weird look. I don't know, but I bet if you told Neil Brown that if he would have been holding Oklahoma to what sixteen points, probably like, hey, we are cruising to a win. A uh, defense that's king in the Big Twelve now.
1: <laughs> also, shout out for to Iowa State for losing. What a bunch of losers. Matt Campbell, loser.
2: Yeah, suck at Iowa State. Uh, you you're not a big Matt Campbell guy, that's for sure.
1: It's only the I just love. It's it's just because everybody in the national media loves him, and it's like for what, you
2: yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's get. Well, hold on. Let's see. C.J. Frederick's back. There's another quick hitter. I had mm. one more. Uh we'll get to it when we get oh, to Oh, You know,
1: I you know what it might be. NBA training camps are starting this way. NBA, suck it. Take more time off. Nobody uh, wants you. Nobody needs you right now. I can assure you that was not my quick hitter. I know. I'm just seeing this stuff pop up. I'm like, get out of here, NBA. Who cares?
2: Yeah, We're just cares? getting
1: used to football being back. Suck it, NBA.
2: Um, a text on the Thornton text line, 502-414-1450, says... I hate when fans say a team doesn't deserve to win, especially in football, because usually in those games, half the team, half of the team is playing great, or we wouldn't be in the game anyways. Discounting a whole side of the ball because one is playing poorly is the worst. Some people got, get so greedy. We're a 4-0 Kentucky football team. Even if it wasn't pretty, I will never complain about that.
1: Nope, never complaining about it. And I lot never of- apologize for a win.
2: And a lot of South Carolina fans post game saying, I, I, "We need to get we at, at minimum, we need to get to where Kentucky's at. Kentucky's completely surpassed us. Uh, I, I would rather be in their shoes. You had some haters and losers, but that's just bound to happen from time to time. But folks, teams, programs in the East that traditionally maybe have more success than Kentucky, uh, they're wanting to be Kentucky. That's a good thing. That's 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 a positive." And uh, even if you win ugly, it's still a win. It keeps recruits happy, keeps fans happy, keeps boosters happy, and you keep trucking along. So I agree with that texter.
1: Man, really love to – I I did a radio hit Friday. There's a station in Columbia that I'll go on from time to time. And the producer, he he made some remark beforehand. He's like, gosh, you guys are going to take it easy on us this time? This is getting old. I was like, "Uh, yes, it is not (laughs) losers.
2: Yeah. And honestly, I remember when um, back when I would cover football back at the end of the Joker era and beginning of the Stoops era, and I would do radio hits and you'd say, like, you just, you, you, we, you want, you want Kentucky football to build to where at that point South Carolina was. And Kentucky Mm -hmm. did. I wouldn't say the programs have not necessarily flipped, but. Kind of have, pretty close to it. They're
1: getting owned by their rival, you know? I mean, Yep. can't imagine that.
2: Although, I guess if you're a South Carolina fan, you're probably tickled to see Clemson take this big step backwards.
1: Oh, I think if you would have asked them to, they might have taken a Clemson loss on Saturday over a South Carolina win. They yeah. hate Clemson so much.
2: Yeah, Justin Rowland does that post of like what South Carolina fans are saying on their message boards, and there uh-huh. were actually there were a few of those of people being like, <laughs> "Well, at least Clemson lost too." Uh, Man,
1: North Carolina lost too, didn't they? I mean, is, am yeah, I right they,
2: about they, that? I'm pretty sure they
1: did. God, that ACC. What can we take away their Power Five status? They suck.
2: If, gosh like I, I I'm excited for you all talk radio this week to be like can, can we do you all think mate we may <laughs> they're gonna talk themselves into winning the ACC Rob.
1: they really are oh no and I was with some uh Saturday night of course and uh, uh they they were <laughs> they were like man, we're gonna mess around and do this ACC we got a chance to beat Clemson. I was like slow down guys. Yeah. but you know what you keep keep dreaming that dream
2: looking at their schedule I don't think it's impossible they're five and six heading into the Kentucky game which that wouldn't that be something
1: oh man they'll that prob- would be something
2: they'll, they'll probably be six and five if Cunningham stays healthy uh and he he, he gosh that guy he, I think he's very very limited in some of the things he can and can't do but he very big heart. Plays very hard. U uh, of L would be in a really, really, really bad spot without that dude. So, yep. uh, if he stays healthy, I think U of L probably would probably will have a, a, a nice chance to go to a bowl game, which I think if you, the honest U of L fans would tell you that that would be a nice step in the right direction for the program, and, yeah, that's, and, and, and there'd be truth to that as well. All right, what do we got next?
1: the defense 100 took their right hands and discovered what they had in between their legs very impressive our passing game was skep this game but we did what we needed to do to win and that's all that matters next weekend is about to be absolutely cracking yeah let's get it cracking
2: yeah and you know as you like hear about all the the horrible numbers about the turnover margin i almost feel like that's a little disrespectful to like lump in the uk defense into that and at the end of the day, you know, they've how many turnovers have they forced? Two? Not
1: not many. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of like, need to. Like
2: <laughs> you do kind of need to, but that's it almost seems to like indicate that you know the offense is just coughing it up left and right in the defense, it ain't doing nothing good. Defense is doing awesome. But they're not great turnovers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But again, I do think there is like a water's got to find its level situation. How many tip balls have there been that it's like, oh, that's going to land in the defensive player's Mm -hmm. hands and just outside the reach?
1: Yusuf Corker leads the SEC in pass breakups right now. He's got six top 20 nationally.
2: really? Good for him.
1: Yeah. So Kentucky's getting hands on balls. They're just not picking them off. And uh, I think they will. Uh, You know, water's going to find its level, folks. Against Florida. Two guys slipping and falling
2: down with no defender around them looms rather large in this game.
1: I don't know. I don't remember what play he's referring to.
2: I'm trying to think.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Not quite sure. A texter says the Steelers are absolute hot. Trash, dumpster, sludge. Suck it, Rouse, Scooter Dingus, Big Ben, and Steelers Nation. Yeah, God, there.
0: Hey, you suck it, texter. Oh, wait. Whoa!
1: just wait till you see what the next texture has to say to Scoots.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Scooter Dingus is so full of bleep that it honestly hurts the integrity of the show, regardless of you calling him out for it. He's taking the 10 mil.
0: Well, th- well thank you. Well, uh, you always call me for call me out for having a take and then going back on it. This is one that I will not go back on. and you right. all I know you all will never believe me, but it is so yeah. true. So easy for you to say you won't go back on a take
2: because you're never going to get offered $10 million to not ever play golf again. You're so brave, Justin. If
0: if any of our listeners have 10 mil, write the check. I'll rip it up in your face.
2: Yeah, okay, buddy. (laughs) Uh, I I bet bet you will. Um, Yeah, the the, the worst thing about the Steelers is that the rest of the AFC North looks like it's going to be good for a while. And really the rest of the AFC. There's so many good young quarterbacks in the AFC. It's going to be cool to watch over the next 10 years.
1: Uh, not in Pittsburgh though.
2: Not not in Pittsburgh though. No, maybe everything clears up with Deshaun Watson and you all can nab him one way or another. I don't know. Come on. Yeah, but eh, eh, yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Eh, eh. uh, Texer mm. says, please limit TJ slobbering over a Rodge to a minute max. We do not care. I'll take an SEC road win all day anyway. We can get it. Hold on to the ball and go, Cats! Beat Florida.
1: Yeah, take him down. Suck it, Mullen. Suck it, Grantham. Woo.
2: I raved about the Packers to start the show. Probably a little more than a minute, but I don't think I don't think, uh, I don't think yeah. it was too much. But we didn't need to is, call the FCC you know. again. It is like people laugh when I say Rodgers is the best to ever throw football. But some of the things he like, thirty seven seconds left, no timeout. And the funny thing is, everybody on social media is like, Rogers gonna do it. Like he's gonna do it. We know he's gonna do it. And what'd he do? He went down well, there and did it.
1: And Devontae Adams is like, guys, this is the one guy you've got to cover, you morons. He, had, <laughs> he it, let him get
2: over it twice. It is like hard to fathom how quick his feet are. Like, not only do you focus on catching a football while getting nailed by people that are just trying to end your career, you catch it and then you like dance around them as if they're stuck in mud. It, it is his footwork is, is super duper impressive, but uh, that was a nice win. I, I did not Green Bay underdogs. I I thought that was the right call. Uh, happy they got it. And then you, you all seventeen nothing lead too. Yeah.
0: You all wouldn't agree on Justin Tucker, but can we agree Devonte Adams best wide receiver in the NFL?
2: I think he is, but obviously you'll that, that's coming from me. That's pretty rich. But there's I'm, there's, I'm with you on that though. I think I think uh, you know that can change yearly because wide receiver is so much who's just hot at that moment and who's in the who's healthy too is a yeah, big role in it. Yeah. So uh, as of today, probably so. But you know, DeAndre Hopkins is great. There's a lot of great receivers, but I, I would go Devonta. I'd go Devonta.
1: Man, one person who's been playing well too is Cooper Cup. Um, but, oh yeah. Uh, also, uh,
2: the Rams, one, cu- you know, look tough.
1: One quick hitter that we forgot: Auburn fired a receivers coach. Um, over the weekend, and it's just really funny to me because it was like a, why are you firing this guy? Well, you know, they just felt like they needed to fire somebody. <laughs> just, there's real no reason behind it, but they played bad against Georgia State. They were losing in late, they ended up winning by 10. But just, you know, things aren't looking as good as they should. Let's just fire somebody.
2: Yeah, I, I saw those tweets on Saturday night. And it seemed like there was like confusion on whether or not it actually had happened or not.
1: <laughs> it ended up happening. Did you, did you see? It became um, official you, Sunday morning.
2: You were out partying, but like people were confused by it, and that that's not a good look. Uh, who's their coach, Hanson?
1: Harson. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Chris Chris Harson Chris Hansen. Um
1: Brian Harson, but yeah.
2: yeah, Brian Chris Hanson. It, it's not a. Uh, it's not a good. it's just not like. Not having a rhyme or reason firing somebody. I don't. If I'm a recruit, I don't think I love that.
1: Yeah, but that's Auburn, too. I mean, you know. Gosh, Auburn. They're hilarious. Absolutely hilarious how that place operates down there on the plains. Uh, yeah. A Texter says, all right, TJ, I'm a Cowboys fan. I don't dislike the Packers, but they've given my boys a hard way to go over the years. Those guys look like they can win the whole dang thing this year, even with a homeless veteran at quarterback. I'm a Rodgers fan. I guess if he keeps rocking out, he should keep that look but he'd be more suited on the Fern Valley exit off I-65. Jesus. Anywho, go Cats, go Cowboys, and go level male Bulldogs.
2: <laughs> I mean, I think at the end of the day that was a compliment.
1: <laughs> I think so.
2: Um, I, I think so as well. Yeah, he, he's awesome. Yeah, he's awesome at throwing a football. That, that, that There's no denying that. And uh, suck it male. How about that? Oh. Says, just got back from South Carolina. Great win in a very hostile environment. The crowd was loud. The legal beer was cold, and the cats are four and oh, baby. Time to take down the Gators. I wasn't sure if uh, they served beer there or not. So uh, they didn't. Sounds, sounds like didn't, a real hoot.
1: I know they didn't right away, and then I think they ultimately ended up conceding like halfway through the first year because they were like, "God, this is stupid. Why aren't we just giving our people beer?"
2: Oh wow, what a novel concept.
1: Yeah, crazy. Um, one person asked, if you guys can touch on Crowdis and his expected return timetable, I'd appreciate it. The plan were, was for him to return to practice this week. So that's the plan. I don't know if things have changed, um, but hopefully we'll get some stuff from uh, some clarity from Mark Stoops this morning.
2: I wonder if Mitch Barnhart was at the game. I, like, did he feel threatened? Was it too hostile for him?
1: Mm. wasn't was, family-friendly, fin- that's for was sure.
2: Was a little scared?
1: <sighs> Ooh, I've got a text coming up from Robert. Go what do Justin Fields, JT Barrett, Terrell Pryor, Troy Smith, Braxton Miller, Cardale Jones, Dwayne Haskins have in common? No, Nick, it's not that they're black. Uh, They all played quarterback at Ohio State, and they all were just absolutely awful in the NFL.
2: Yeah, I, don't, um, I don't know if you can throw Justin Fields in there just yet.
1: Yeah, no, you can't. Did you know they didn't let him pass the ball until the second quarter?
2: That is pretty wild, by I mean, the way. I mean, Matt it's Nagy
1: really, really on, is.
2: off those quarterbacks who were all awesome in college.
1: Yeah, JT Barrett, though, he was he was not very good in college. Like uh, uh, Having to watch some of those games with my father-in-law, JT Barrett really was a bad passer in college. He got His athleticism got him some places. Prior, at least, was a... I mean, he did things in the NFL, not as a quarterback, but still. Gosh. Man, man. NFL. They're just so they're terrible. Print, they're
2: they're printing money. When you have games where a 66 or a 51 yard, like just the literally every second in the NFL matters. No time is not enough time. It's uh I don't know if it's ever been like healthier than it is right now
1: except if you're a rookie quarterback cuz they all are not playing well.
2: <laughs> no, I mean hey uh what's his name? Uh Lance got a touchdown for the 49ers.
1: Yes, yes he did and he's the one that gets to be used sparingly. All the other starters just did. What a what a ballsy play. call that was.
2: Well, they they little X and O, they they got Green Bay. LaFleur wasted his timeouts for nothing, nothing at all. And then 49ers, I bet we're like, all right, if they're going to waste their time out, we're going to go for it on fourth down. We're going to bring in the running quarterback, and they're going to be—they're not going to really know what's going to happen. And it—that's exactly what happened. The exact thing happened. So Lafleur, I don't trust him late in games. Um, I don't at all. Uh, he people forget that NFC Championship game. He kicked a field goal with like two minutes left.
1: People do forget that against,
2: against Tom Brady. We weren't people getting that forget ball back, that. buddy. No. You know, being bet.
1: Dingbat. Absolutely hey. dingbat.
2: Speaking of which, a Packers fan texting to the show. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. couple things. Wow, what a game. Big Packers fan since 1957 because of Babe Pirelli, who played at Kentucky. Absolutely. Paul Horning, who's a flash A guy. Do you guys think Cohen will really open up the playbook against Florida? Even if we play really well, one or two turnovers could do us in what the heck happened to our scheduled volleyball game with Missouri. Instead, we got Mississippi State win. Against, instead, we got an MSU win against Florida.
1: Yeah, I have no idea.
2: I don't know what the MSU win against Florida means. But, one, that Packers game was sweet. And uh wish I would have got to see Paul Horning in his prime, Roush. Seemed like a lot of fun.
1: That would have been cool. Would have been a lot of fun. Just seemed He's a like the way he'd,
2: yeah, he'd impact the game, just wh- whatever it would take. I wish I could see Babe play at UK. Uh just you know, with our quarterback play for um a large part of forever. Uh and then yeah, I think you're gonna throw anything you got against Florida, you're gonna you're gonna show it. I would think at least, Roush. That you you win this game, you theoretically can talk SEC championship, SEC East. You're right. It's your or George at that point.
1: Yep. So, all, yeah, go take, go do it.
2: You got to, you got to show everything there, and then with the volleyball, I don't know what happened. I thought UK yeah. did play Missouri in volleyball and swept them, but maybe I'm wrong.
1: It was probably one of those things where just different areas got different broadcasts. On got
2: oh yeah, that must That's be what you talking what about. It was. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Well, thanks for the text of the show all the same.
1: Damn, forgot to bring it up Friday, but saw the worst call in history in the Saints Trinity game. Somehow Trinity got a face mask on a punt return to give the punting team the ball back when it was 21-20. Game over and pitiful. Rocks by 90. So Uh, I I heard that, like, even Jason Frakes was like, the game changed on this punt return. I don't know how you can get called for a face mask unless it was, like, illegal hands to the face. Yeah. While that's probably what it was. They they just just used the wrong call.
2: There was that the the penalty in the Green Bay game last night. There was a double penalty. A guy, the lineman, got a holding penalty, and the Green Bay guy got a face mask penalty.
0: Um, so I, that's
1: I probably bet, what it was. Yeah, I, better, I mean, it yeah. the same thing that got the 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 field goal wiped off the board versus ULM, and they ended up scoring a touchdown a few plays yep. later. The dude got his hands too high.
2: Yeah, Trinity fans just whiny. Go talk to Owen, buddy. <laughs> hey, Justin, what's going on with the Apple Podcast uploads?
1: no idea yeah hey i i get this is on behalf of everybody this is just an apple podcast thing they suck now i don't know what it is but with every podcast i upload it takes it like 45 minutes to an hour for some reason now for well this is be-
0: on been- the show from friday still not up on there what i mean i have i have no
1: control over it. that's why i posted in the facebook page the link y'all can listen to it there and we're on spotify as well too i know Correct. that hasn't been going wrong there but like as much as I'm so such a creature of habit, like I'm getting to the point where I feel like I need to get off of <laughs> Apple Podcasts because it, it it has been just terrible.
2: Well, it's a bold move by Apple. Yeah. If only they had some money to fix things. A Texter says, John here. Good morning to all. Wow. What a weekend in sports. The Chiefs and the Bucks come up short, but no worries. Both teams will be okay. Chiefs last place. Wow. Yeah. Crazy.
1: Yeah. And yeah. the Raiders, 3 and 0. What?
2: Mm hmm. <laughs> But no worries, both teams will be okay. The Cats are ranked in the coaches, but not the AP. Hey, AP, we're coming, so put some respect on our name. Okay, the Yankees bring the brooms. Boston looks really – and they really look good for the wild card. So which team will be the more dangerous in the playoffs, the Yankees or the Red Sox? we will got to go talk to you later. Uh, what you'd think would be the team that probably just swept the other team would probably be the, the probably. safe choice there. Yeah. But six more games for the Red Sox. They they have really not played well against the Yankees the second half of this season. Um, But win the next six, win five out of the last six. The uh, Red Sox had won like nine straight going into that series. Just something about the Yankees. All right. A texter says, with the matchup coming up this weekend with Florida having the best rushing defense and UK coming off a great run defensive game, do you think whoever wins the battle almost wins the game? Granted, Kentucky cleans up the turnovers. UK has to clean up the turnovers before that's even, you know, before that, that's, that's point number one. And then secondly, I, I, I'm,
1: yeah, he's, he's, he's right about the run game. Like, I think it's going to be whoever rushes for more yards wins.
2: Probably so, and I'm excited yeah. to see what UK does against a scrambling quarterback. And I, as UK football fan, I can't believe I'm ever, I'm, I'm saying that. But yeah, I like, br- bring, bring it up.
1: Yeah, I'm excited
2: uh-huh. to see what this group can do against them. I, I I've got a house money mentality going into this game.
1: The the guy followed up and said, "Sorry if the text comes out bad. Trying to finish at a red light. Thanks, fellas, and have a good one." <laughs>
2: yeah, all right. be be safe on the Thornton's text line. That's all we ask. Yes. And so to be a,
1: funny from time to time. Yeah, so. we
2: got we got several more, as a matter yeah. of fact. The texture says Vince Gill, not Vince what? Gill. Nope. Another texture says, Woke up this morning feeling like four and Make no mistake, we must clean up the turnovers and the rest of the way. But we won on the road in a sold-out stadium. Defense played absolutely lights out, and now we're heading into what will likely be the most insane home game atmosphere we've seen under soup. See you all Saturday at the Crow. At some point, don't we get to like a level of like, hey, this is like that Georgia two thousand eighteen game. If there's an atmosphere better than that for the Krog, but same with two thousand seven LSU and C- at Commonwealth Stadium. I know that's not under stoops, obviously, but like this, this one's going to be amazing on Saturday, mm-hmm. and it's going to be up there with the best of them. There's no, there's no doubt about yeah, that. Yeah, and the, those games
1: though. you mentioned too. Those were afternoon games. It gets a little bit more rowdy at night, so uh, the freaks come out at night. Going to have the sun setting like throughout the first half because it's a six instead of a seven. Really gonna be nice car, real nice.
2: Yeah, yeah. Suck it, Florida. You're gonna get it, buddy. Texter says. Hopefully Tim McGraw never sees Chris Rodriguez run the ball. Really hope this joke lands.
1: Do you get the joke, Justin? No. No, I don't get it at all.
2: Is there a famous Tim McGraw joke about turnovers or fumble? A barbecue
1: stain on his white t-shirt. I don't.
2: Man, sorry, Texter. Didn't land. All right, why don't you read this last one and we'll get the heck out of here. Boys,
1: I've watched the game twice now and here are three quick hitters. One, defense was impeccable. Open field tackles, smothering receivers, and D-line was pushing a line in the trenches. Two, holding the ball and Levis needs to value possessions. Too many pre-snap reads are overriding his brain. Three, offensive line did well, but really needs to work on not allowing the D-line to cross their face. Outside zone is predicated on the offensive line. Keep their head play side on the D line to open up the two way rush lanes. I think they will get there eventually. And that's from Mook. Love the analysis. Mook really appreciate it.
2: I thought the offensive line was really good. And not to say Mook said that they weren't, they room for improvement, but that, that South Carolina defensive front, they
1: Georgia will be a lot of five stars up there.
2: Georgia will be better. Florida is probably pretty similar. Um, LSU will be somewhat similar, but that's 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 going to be almost as good as UK is going to see, which is impressive. Quick update: The
0: Tim McGraw texter texted back and said, "Friday Night Lights."
1: Yeah, when he like tapes the ball to his hands. There you yeah, go. Yeah, that's what he was going for.
0: T-
2: Tim McGraw was in Friday Night Lights.
1: Yeah, he's the dad with, he, with bear chest, hairy chest. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I'm Gets drunk, that... kicks out the back window too. Yeah.
2: I'm glad I've never seen a show with Tim McGraw.
1: Enough. Not a show. It's a movie. It's the best sports movie ever.
2: Oh, that movie? I, well, I didn't know if you were talking about the show or the movie. I have seen that movie, <laughs> but I wouldn't have known that that was Tim McGraw.
1: Yeah, it doesn't look like him. Well, I mean, it I'm... does, but you know, you just you're not used to drunk Tim McGraw. You know,
2: when I was when I first saw that movie, I probably didn't even know Tim McGraw was a human being that existed in the world. You learn something new every day. Everybody have a great Monday. We will be back on Tuesday. Thanks for the text into the Thornton's Tax Line. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. This is Kentucky Roll forever.
1: Friendship